0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 139 of Kaizen Projects Journey. This is your host, Cliff Tang, speaking from Antwerp Belgium. And today I'm going to talk about self-worth, self-love, and my continuation of my story of my life. (laughs) And um, it's been a while again, while I have been uh, sending another podcast. But I think it's worth it because a lot of things have happened. And... um, what has been in my mind for the last week especially is all about self worth and self love and the fact that we have a lot of struggles finding that and i'm talking especially about myself today um a lot of things have happened um some things i won't talk to in detail but uh let me start with something uh last week I decided to go with uh, with the boys of my soccer club to go to Lyon, France, to have a tournament. It's a tournament organized, um, Asians only, and uh, it was soccer. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, we had a lot of, uh, uh, we, we did a lot, eat a lot of things. We had a lot of fun on the field. It was quite hot. The sun was shining. I think I, I quite burned my skin a little bit. First time, actually. Not really burned, but I, I really came back with a very dark skin <laughs> in just a couple of days. And um, what I want to take with that feeling that I had there was that having fun or, or feeling happy or feeling that kind of, ah, that, that feeling that the memory can stay and that you feel like this was so amazing and this was so a beautiful experience always has to do with the thing how you're experiencing it yourself. So lately, I'm uh, engaging myself a little bit more into um, the mindset. I've been doing a lot around the spiritual path, around the emotional path. Uh, But the mindset is also very important. And um, if you look at a lot of things, we always talk about mindset, be strong in the mind and stuff. But sometimes it's also what do you tell to yourself in your mind? And I've been uh, saying that to a lot of clients lately, like how are you talking to yourself? Is it the same way that you talk to other people, yes or no? Mostly the answer is no, because we're always very kind and loving to other people. But we can be very harsh and very mean towards ourselves with the things that we say to ourselves. And this trip in particular, I, I mostly have the habit to being too serious. Like there's the competitions, we need to play, we need to win, it's all about the game. But this time a lot of people brought their girlfriends, their wives, their children. And the trip itself meant more for me than only the, the 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 tournament. It was being together, being as one family, um seeing those kids there playing. It was just like a marvelous 3 days for me. Um with a lot of nature. We stopped a lot. It was Leon, it was like 7 8 hours drive and then around the, in the road we stopped to take some pictures. Uh, we ate, we played, we uh, we spent the time together, and it actually was a a very very nice opportunity for the for some players of a team to get bonded together, to get to know each other a little bit better. But it was especially the connection that I felt around the field. Not only were ourselves, we were other players as well. We were there to have fun. There was a competition, but we really had a lot of fun. So, so that was one thing. But what happened during one of the last matches is that during a tackle, I just felt very hard on my knee, and my knee just swelled up, bam, just like that. I had a compression pants on, I didn't wear any underpants, so I couldn't really t- take the compression pants off on the field, you know. So the hotel was like fifteen minutes from there, so, and I still had one one uh, game to play, so I thought, yeah, it's manageable, I can move, but I just felt my knee swelling a lot, and um, so it's actually about that thing. Um, it had been swollen for like a week. Um, I'm quite stubborn in a sense, like, uh, not stubborn, but I really trust in the thing that the body will heal itself. And it was, but my my knee was really swollen that much. It was like purple and uh, really like a balloon kind of thing. And but I did move, and it didn't it was painful. It was just the skin. I think it was just the fluid of the of the the burst the bursa or a subcutaneous fluid or something. And um, like, I waited a, a, a week. I put, like, a, um, how do you say, a bandage around it and stuff, and then the swelling went little by little away. But after a week, I thought maybe I should go to a doctor just to assess if it's nothing serious. He did the puncture a few days ago, and he just, yeah, he just punctured, like, I think it was, a, I don't know, it was 100, 200 milliliters of, of, of blood <laughs> that he pulled out of it with his needle. I didn't know, I think it just was, I thought it just was to, to take a look at it, but it was really taking off the fluid of it. And he said like, yeah, just a subcutaneous bleeding and there's nothing worse or something, but it's just, there is not, not a lot of space and that's why the skin is hurting. So I pulled out a lot of it and um, it's still a little bit swollen, but I have the, the faith and the trust that the swelling will eventually upside and go away. But the thing that I want to get to to the point <laughs> I like to tell a story, so it 's a little bit more you know it's not just facts it's a story, but um, what I always have found very hard for me to do is because I really like to move I really like to put myself in motion, do stuff, um, gardening, um, playing sports, soccer, doing martial arts, but I like to move to stretch and having this swollen knee is really inconvenient to do all those stuff so i haven't been training doing any kind of sports for like 10 days and um tuesday i went to the field after the the puncture and then uh, i was just i promised myself just to do a little run but did don't not to participate in the in the game or in the training and it was very hard for me because i thought like yeah it feels okay but it's good that a friend of mine said like let's like just take just a little walk, a little run just to get a little bit of sweat pumping, but not more than that so we can recover more. And um, yeah, it's now actually almost two weeks that I haven't been moving, but been doing a lot of other stuff and also doing some some course around hypnotherapy uh, to go deep, to dive deep into the, the mental subconsciousness just to feel um, with kind of limited beliefs there still are anchored inside of my mind, um limiting myself for growing and to um to limit myself for, for, for being the best that I can be at this moment. And um what I really felt is that now that I actually have been pushed by my body like you cannot train, you cannot move. It's really um the thing about surrendering to the fact and it's a very hard thing. And, and I see a lot of clients also with a lot of bodily aches. But the most common thing that is being asked, like I want to get rid of this as soon as possible so I can continue my life. But every kind of injury that you have is also some kind of test and some kind of way training your body how to deal with stuff and to surrender to it. Like for me, this fluid in my knee is still there. It will subside, I'm quite sure of that. And even if it doesn't subside, I also have to um, surrender to that and maybe go back to a doctor. But the thing is, it's not the end of the world if I don't move for two weeks or three weeks. And that's okay. What I really felt is that when you put that aside and you don't put all your happiness and all your satisfaction into one part of your life, the other ones will present in front of you. So I haven't been moving a lot. But what I have been doing a lot is... Um, being together with people and especially like with my family, like a few birthdays that passed um, yesterday, my wife and her sister went uh went for a city trip and I was taking care of their uh, their daughters uh, like like her daughters and it was quite fun. I made some food with them together we cooked together we ate together we had a lot of fun and and that 's the thing it's it's just like if you Leave one part aside; another part will open up for you. But the thing is, can you truly be in that moment and enjoying that at the fullest, instead of thinking about, oh, my knee is not good. I want to move and move. Oh, 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 that you're not seeing the thing in front of you that you can be enjoying, and uh, that's 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 the message I want to convey today. Is like, is there something in your life at the moment not working? That's okay. Just let it how it is. Maybe there are solutions. If there are solutions, take them step by step. But if there are stuff or things that you cannot do something about, like cannot control or not control immediately, right now at this moment, maybe just surrender to it and let it let it go. Let it let it how do you say it? Like let it, let it expand itself, that it shows to you what you need to do with it. But be aware and be Receptable for the things in the environment that are coming to you because of the things that you surrendered to. So, what are the other things that are coming into your life right now that you are seeing? Open up to them, and maybe you will be surprised what life has to give to you. Now, lately, I also playing a lot more with the cat, giving her some freedom in the garden. Normally, we always put them her on a leash. But now without the leash, just to see, and it's actually quite safe and it's mutual trust. And uh, and also when, when I was cooking with the girls, like uh, like she's already seven, uh, seven, 17, 15, and I think the other is 12. grown up already. But I'm used to like, okay, uh, we're going to do this and this and this. You could do that, 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 that. And no, it has to be this and this and that. So quite controlling. And this time I just had a, a hypnotherapy session um, with a coach of mine. And it was about also letting go of fear and stuff. And when we were cooking together, I had something like, okay, just trust them in the thing that they're doing. Okay, she has a knife, she's uh, cutting the onions, and it's quite dangerous, but I'm just going to take it easy and have trust in her, just showing it the safest way and just do it very slowly, don't talk. And um, i letting the other girls do their stuff, and it's like they were talking and just doing their stuff and just letting it be instead of controlling it was quite a pleasant experience, and eating too, talking with them instead of like uh, telling them what to do, just listening what they have to say, even they were quarreling and discussing, it's okay, just listening and just being there with them was quite a fun experience, and it was a magnificent day. In the past, I probably would have like, oh, okay, my whole day is like not ruined, but it's uh, it's being, (laughs) it was my free day, could do a lot of things, but I was babysitting, but this time I really was like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I just want to tell you this story of mine. And another thing is, um, I'm, uh, I have a close friend of mine who has a lot of problems at the moment. And the thing is, what I'm feeling also, the controlling part of me is always also a little bit of fixer, like a savior. I want to help people, I want to fix their problems, but some things you cannot fix, it's people themselves who fix their own problems, and it has been giving me a lot of things to to think about instead of, uh, in the sense of, like when I'm doing therapy, I'm a a, a therapist, I'm a healer, and the person is being healed, but he's healing himself, but it's like, this is my job, And, and it's in a specific space, specific time, given to each other, so it's quite, it's a session, you know? But when you're talking about friends, you're not you're not the therapist, you're a friend and it really made me realize to be a good friend helping too much also isn't helping a person. So letting go of it and just being who you are, being there for a person and saying like whenever you need me I'm here, sometimes proactively search people up but don't try to fix stuff, but just make them Remember, there's a friend beside of them, uh, wanting to laugh with them, eat with them, and enjoy life together. I think it's one of the most important things, and and that's a little bit um, holding my thoughts for the late the uh, late days, um, because true friendship should be spontaneous, and should be giving. While you're still being yourself and not taking a role, specific role in the situation like a savior or like a fixer. So, that was my thought of today. See if the things that I said maybe inspired you in some kind of way. Let me know how you're doing. Um, If you have uh, questions for another podcast, just let me know. Quite pleased that still a lot of people are listening to me. Yes, and I have forgotten you, my dear listeners, but, you know, this is a slice of my life and sometimes nothing really interesting happens. So I think like, yeah, let's wait until something more happens to take a, a talk with it. Huh? Right. I wish you a pleasant day today. It's a sunny, sunny day, springtime. If you have some time, go outside, take a fresh air, watch the trees, watch the sky, watch the grass and just listen to the birds singing everywhere (laughs) have a nice day and i'll see you soon goodbye